Well, hi everyone. Denise Drummond Dunn speaking from C3 Centricity. I've got this week's blog post for you. It's called, How Do People Recognise Brands? Brand image is expressed in many ways, which can also help brand recognition. I wrote a highly popular post on the topic last year, which I would recommend you read if you haven't already done so. It's called What Every Marketer Needs to Know About Brand Image, Equity, Personality and Archetypes. Since then, I've been thinking a lot about what brands are, above and beyond their names, logos and the product or service they offer. Which of them have a face? a voice, an aroma, a unique packaging, a slogan or a sound that immediately identifies them? And if so, what does it bring in addition to the brand in terms of brand recognition? Here is a very personal perspective of some of the best examples in each area. Feel free to add your own in the comments under the blog if you have any. A brand's face. Some of the faces which represent brands are of celebrities, others of unknown people who become celebrities. One of the first faces that I think of for a brand is Flo from Progressive. She won the hearts of Americans over the years with her helpful but quirky discussions with potential customers. She has also made insurance less confusing and more friendly through her girl-next-door looks and sparky attitude. If you want to have a look at one of the more recent ads with Flo in it, then do go on to the blog online and have a look. There are many examples there. In 2012, an animated box was added to the Progressive campaign to represent the company's products. Apparently, the vast number of ads with flow, over a hundred in fact, had resulted in a love-her-or-hater sort of relationships, as some people did find her a little off-putting. George Clooney has been the face of Nespresso for many years now. He started as smooth and superior, but over the years he's become more approachable, even funny. The latest commercials actually show him being injured in various ways, from falling pianos to mafia-type makeovers. They're always entertaining, even for non-Nespresso drinkers. Perhaps Nestle is trying to open their appeal to younger coffee drinkers who enjoy humour and hoping that the videos get shared on social media. There are many other examples of faces that we now immediately recognise and associate with their brands. Even if some have been dropped over the years, they still maintain their strong connection. For example, S.C. Johnson's Mr. Clean and The Muscle Man or Quaker Oats and the Quaker, or Coca-Cola and the Polar Bear, Marlboro and the Cowboy, who was actually called Daryl, or Duracell, or Energizer as it's called in the US, and the Pink Bunny. Each face is chosen to represent the brand because it fits with the values with which it wants to be linked. The Muscle Man suggests toughness, he's never tired, 
perfect for the house cleaning when you want the quickest and easiest solution to difficult jobs. The Quaker implies integrity, harmony, simplicity, perfect for natural products. The polar bear is associated with cold, stimulating, refreshing liquid, the ocean in this case, which is perfect for a carbonated soft drink. The cowboy suggests independence, freedom, strength, perfect for a masculine brand that Marlboro is today. And the bunny implies endurance, never-ending energy, and that is perfect for a long-lasting battery. The advantage of a cartoon character over a real person is that associations are unlikely to change. Just consider some of the recent sporting disasters which resulted in brands firing their faces. Almost all celebrity spokespeople are required to sign an agreement containing certain moral or behavioural clauses. These give the brands the right to cancel a contract if the celebrity does something which could be damaging to the brand. Nike has done this with Maria Sharapova, Manny Pacquiao, Michael Vick and Lance Armstrong. Tiger Woods was apparently dropped by Gillette, Accenture, AT&T, Gatorade and Tag Hauer. Wow, now that must have lowered his income somewhat. You can find out more about the challenges of choosing a face for a brand in one article on advertising law and another about the top 15 athletes who were dropped by their sponsors. And you can find their links in the article on our website. A brand's sound, voice and tone. Besides the faces of celebrities, some brands have adopted a very individual voice or sound. These can be actual voices such as the infamous Budweiser's WhatsApp campaign that was first aired in 1999 and yes, it really was that long ago that it first got aired. Or the tones used in print advertising, which, as you know, has become even more important with the rise of social media these days. George Clooney, yes again, is definitely a smooth talker. At least he was in the first ads he did for Nespresso. With time, he has become more self-deprecating and funny, as in one of the commercials that you can see online on our website. As already suggested, perhaps Nestle wants to move its brand image and reputation to appeal perhaps also to younger coffee drinkers. It certainly makes fun watching these days. Both Coke and Pepsi use sound to great effect. For Coke, it's the ice cubes being dropped into a glass and then Coke being poured over them. For Pepsi, although it may have started by using the sound of the ring pool releasing the fizzing bubbles from the can, the brand now introduces many unknown music performers with their sound drop campaign. Kellogg's believed that the reason for their success was the sound their cornflakes made when they were eaten. In fact, they hired a Danish sound lab to create the Kellogg's Crunch for inclusion in their advertising. It became so identifiable and uniquely Kellogg's Cornflakes that the company went on to patent it. One of their last developments is the creation of the world's first light therapy bowl. 
Although only in prototype form at present, it is part of a project to help beat SAD. I find this is a particularly interesting development of Kellogg's because they're experimenting with adding sight to their already well-known sound. Unilever's Magnum is another brand with a distinctive sound. The ice cream is instantly recognised today from the cracking as the model bites into the chocolate coating. This sound is used at the beginning and at the end of the ads. It's just a pity that the music in between is somewhat irritating, at least to me. Anyway, have a listen on the website. Moving on to the tone of voice on social media, some of the best examples that I've come across include Innocent. Would you be interested in following a Twitter account that posted about natural fruit drinks all day? Probably not, and Innocent Drinks clearly understands this. Instead of simply advertising its juice products, Innocent posts chuckle-inducing, highly relatable content. It comes across as Innocent being just a friend who is always coming out with random yet spot-on observations of life. Who wouldn't want to follow them on Twitter for those daily doses of fun? As an example, on February the 15th, they posted... Now that Valentine's Day is over, it's important to remember that the true meaning of February is Pancake Day. <laughs> Isn't that lovely? OK, well, another of my favourites is Tiffany. This brand mixes product images with thoughtful commentary such as Love conquers all, not just today, but every day. And they posted that on Valentine's Day. It continues its elegant, cool sophistication of its physical presence admirably. Tiffany also uses its signature colour in large blocks for instant recognition on Twitter. A further example is Old Spice. Having been successfully relaunched with its Man Your Man Could Smell Like campaign, which was directed at females, it recently moved to a more irreverent and fun tone, which is particularly appealing to younger men. At least, that's what I think, because most of their ads certainly don't appeal to me. But let me know what I'm missing in the comments on the blog, please. Brand Aroma Smell is the only one of the five senses which connects with the right-hand side of the brain. This is where creativity, emotion and hunger are processed and memories of pleasurable experiences are stored. Therefore, smell is the sense which can really trigger an impulse reaction. Now, as you know, Branding is about creating an emotional connection with users and therefore aroma is a powerful ally in doing this. There is little logic involved in impulse purchases. For this reason, aroma is being increasingly used to build brand recognition even further. It is a powerful yet subtle way to gain customer loyalty, especially in such industries as retail, hospitality, healthcare, finance or in fact any enclosed environments. 
you find yourself feeling good in certain places without really knowing why. Aroma is in fact so powerful that some brands have been created or relaunched using it as their USP. Think Herbal Essences as an example. It was originally launched as a single shampoo. But in the 90s, it was relaunched using commercials featuring women moaning with pleasure whilst using the products. The shampoos offered a totally organic experience thanks to their unique and luxurious perfumes. At least that's how they described it. Even if the groaning has gone away, the perfume of the shampoos remains the luxurious spirit of the brand, as shown in their latest commercials, and again you can find the links on the blog post. Other examples of brands which have been launched in the past few years, positioned primarily on their aroma, include Jay's Blue Foam Aroma and P&G's Lenore Unstoppables. Packaging. Colour and shape are important elements of recognition. But packaging goes way beyond this today. A pack can become a brand signature, whether through its unique form, touch or sound. Yes, a pack can have a sound too. I'll explain in a moment. When thinking shape, Coke obviously springs to mind first, but Toblerone chocolate, Perrier water and Pringles chips all have distinctive packs. Their success can be witnessed by the copycat look-alike packs that have been launched by competitors ever since. In some cases, even the pack's colour is similar, making brand identification on shelf more of a challenge. Unique forms have also become important in a number of industries as a way of combating market saturation or stagnation. These include cigarettes, candles, condiments and perfumes. In the latter case, product shape plays a vital role since the bottles are usually transparent and the majority of them are colourless too. Luxury can therefore only be suggested through the cap's materials and the form of the bottle. Shape can also be used as a differentiator in providing additional benefits. Think about the Heinz ketchup squeeze bottle or the pump dispensers offered on products from cosmetics to liquid hand wash. Companies are paying more attention to the sound their product's packaging makes as well. There is the well-known clunk of a luxury car door, although I'm not sure if we should be calling that a pack, but also of the lid closing on a Pantene shampoo bottle, the click of a pen cap or mascara wand when closed. These have been studied and evaluated so that they give just the right sound for associations with luxury or safety. Branding is becoming ever more challenging with the explosion of products and new products offers being launched every single year. Therefore, to stand out from the competition, a brand needs more elements to identify its image and personality. As I've shared, its face, voice, sound, tone, aroma and pack 
all increased its differentiation and enhanced the brand's recognition. And if that isn't enough, research shows that stimulating more of a user's senses significantly increases loyalty. It has been estimated that senses account for between 25 and 30% of a brand's revenue. So what are you waiting for? That's it for this week. For more ideas about improving your brand building, why not join the free Customer Champions webinar? It shares many tips, tools and templates to catalyse your business and improve your customer understanding immediately. And you can join on the homepage of the C3 Centricity website. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a comment and also go on to iTunes and leave us a rating, please, a good one. That helps us to get better known and also to continue offering you these regular podcasts. Thank you and see you next time. Goodbye.